Coach Learning Podcast with Kirsten Cable and Lindsay Williams. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Creative Language Learning Podcast. My name is Kirsten Cable and today I've got a solo episode for you, which means that you will be hearing from me for you today. I've got so many news and a little bit of housekeeping as well. So let's just dive right in, make this a quick one and give you a little bit of excitement and motivation as we always do to get you into language learning. Now, I have got a big housekeeping announcement for you. This just needs to get out of the way straight away. We have moved to a new hosting system, hosting solution for the Creative Language Learning Podcast. This should not mean that you need to do anything. However, if you have recently noticed that your podcast feed has been going crazy, re-downloading all the old episodes or downloading the most recent episode, number what we call number 57, the pop music episode, again and again and again, then fear not, this should not happen again. It's simply because we've had to do some engineering in the background. And what I would love for you to do, just to be double sure, is to go to podcast.fluentlanguage.co.uk, which is where you will see our brand new podcast website. It's looking really good out there. And we've got new profiles for the hosts, for the guests. You'll be able to find out more about us and more easily find your favorite guests. And most importantly, just hit subscribe on there, just on your favorite podcatcher, on iTunes, wherever you listen to the show. Of course, you can continue to just listen to us in the browser as well when you've got the blog article that goes with the show. So whatever your preference, just come and subscribe if you can. Um, that will just make sure that your feed is up to date and you are guaranteed to be getting new episodes. And talking of new episodes, I have got such cool stuff coming up. This weekend is the occasion of Langfest. Langfest, the or as you might know it, the North American Polyglot Symposium in Montreal in Canada. I'm jetting off on the plane tomorrow to give a talk at Langfest. I'll also be meeting Lindsay, my trusty co-host. And as we do with so many live events, we're going to have the microphone and we're going to be bringing you reports, interviews and little sound impressions straight from the event. I really love going to these live events. They are many, 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 as you as you already know. And it would be just so, so cool to see some of you out there. So if you are heading to Langfest, please give me a shout. I am at Fluent Language on Twitter and I'd love to meet you there. Also coming up on the podcast, in October, I've got some interviews with a few amazing women who are using languages for good. So stay tuned for what's coming up. We've really got some excellent, excellent things in the pipeline on the Creative Language Learning Podcast. And as a final housekeeping notice, I have, with the switch to the new episode, to the new host, I have noticed that my episode numbering has not been 100% consistent. So as of today, I am taking what the host is giving me, which is actually the notification that this episode is episode 63. In order to avoid confusion, I've removed the old counting system from the last sort of 20 episodes. So in case you're a little bit confused, you will notice that this is episode 63 and you have not missed 58, 59, 61, anything like that. Um, they just were not numbered episodes in the feed. So the system counted them, even though we never counted them with a number. 
So fear not if you are looking for those episodes, they kind of never existed. So these are the lost secret episodes of the Creative Language Learning Podcast. Now, to today's topic, I thought I would um, talk to you a little bit about something that many language learners often contact me about and talk about and just generally that I hear a lot from people. So I do have a little topic for you today and I'll kind of talk you through it and give you a little bit of give you a few tips really about how I see speaking and getting started with speaking in language learning. Now I know if you're doing things like Duolingo, Memrise, you're sitting at home with the books and just generally you're an independent language learner. Independent often just means alone as well and if you're learning a language all on your own it can be difficult to connect with other people, to find those other people and to ever open your mouth and get speaking practice. And for some of us, it's even harder because you might be shy, you might suffer from a few afflictions such as perfectionism, and you may just really worry what is going to be, you know, what is going to be said, what impression you're going to give on people. And just generally, you're, you're nervous, you want to get it right. Now, the problem with getting it right can be that you just never do it. So today, let's talk through a few tips that will help you be a person who can really talk to anybody in your foreign language. And my tip number one is to examine that vision that you have of yourself as the person who speaks your language, you know, your target language, say you've been doing French, you have been perhaps using Link, or you have been using Duolingo, or you have been using something else which is essentially solitary learning. And in your head, what you're thinking is one day, one day I'm going to have this conversation and I'm going to be just fear-free. I'm going to walk into a shop and I'm going to just parler français instantly instantly it'll be so fantastic the problem with that is that that vision isn't really realistic for a lot of us and it sets you up for waiting for something that may never happen and on the way to perfect life as a foreign language speaker which may happen you kind of miss out on all those opportunities to Make mistakes and have fun. So take heart. Conversations in reality really are messy. And whatever you do, you know, if you're a shy person, if you're a person who cracks the dad jokes, if you're a person who is clumsy or who gets sweaty palms when you're nervous, it that perfect scenario in your head probably doesn't include those little flaws. But in reality, in real life, wherever you go, you're still going to be you and whoever you talk to you're still going to be you so sometimes I find that it can be easy to give ourselves this perfect vision and that makes it really hard to attain uh, if you're telling yourself things like I will speak to somebody in French as soon as I'm good enough to to have a fluent conversation in French well you don't know you can have a fluent conversation uh, because you don't know that you're good enough because you haven't even tried. What you need to do is get out there and make mistakes. Mistakes don't feel great. I know that. Mistakes feel kind of crap. You know, you just, you need to accept the fact that you're going to be out there and you're going to be making mistakes. You need to start doing this as soon as possible. But what you don't need to do is do it in a massive, massive group of people. So here are a few tips that I have for you that might get you out of 
the fear of speaking to that stranger. Number one, if you're being insecure, there are three different steps that many, many people have in their brain, three fallacies that your brain kind of engages in that fuel that insecurity. Number one is called mind reading. And that's not your magical superpower. That is your brain playing a horrible trick on you, which is assuming that you know what other people are thinking. I observed this in introverts who often think, well, the other person is just waiting for me to make a mistake. They are waiting to judge me, to treat me badly. And I don't really want to say the sentence that I am about to say because there is, I, there is too much risk and I'm not quite ready to do that. Now, um, for me, as an as a extroverted person, I often say things before I even know I'm thinking them. And the problem that I have is that I often say things and then read the other person's reaction into them. So I assume if they're not reacting with encouragement, smiles and hilarious amusement, I start thinking, oh God, I've said something wrong. I, and, and then I start talking more and I talk myself really into, you know, into a, into a pit so no matter, you know, it, this is not a question of introversion and extroversion as such. Introverts are quieter, but extroverts can have all the insecurity kind of gnawing at them as well. Mind reading is a question of, is really an issue of you making up something that hasn't even happened. Uh, the second issue there is personalization. Personalization is a similar thinking trap, and that is about... When somebody says something, when somebody doesn't smile, when somebody doesn't look you in the eye, making it about you and thinking the reason they are not looking at you is specifically because of you. And this is very, very tricky. So the classic example that you often get with uh, in psychology is imagine you pass a colleague in the street or a friend and they just completely ignore you. They don't even say hi. And you start thinking, oh my God, I offended them. They're like, what have I done now? You know, like so-and-so was talking about me behind my back. This is really, really terrible. What am I going to do? I'm basically going to never talk to them again. They're clearly, they're clearly a terrible person. But what's really happening is just that their shoelace was loose and they were looking down at their feet and wondering if they're about to fall over or something like that. You know, it's that's personalization, making a situation about you. And when the insecurity is there in our foreign language, often what happens is when somebody switches into English, say you're practicing your German on a German speaker and they switch into English, you start thinking it's a judgment on your bad German. When in reality, it's often either an excitement on their part about being able to practice their language or a simple desire to have an efficient interaction and to help you out and help themselves out by accomplishing whatever it was that you talked to them about. So personalization is a real stumbling block when we are learning foreign languages. And it's a tricky one. So watch out for that one. Mind reading, personalization. And here are a few ways that you can beat these. Number one, put the thought on trial. And really we're thinking jury, defense and the accuser and you're the accuser saying, well, you thought um, have mean something bad about me. 
But is there any evidence for this? Really look for evidence and imagine what the other side might be. And often that helps you see a little silver lining. Tip number two, act as if you're doing really well. Act as if you are incredibly confident and just go out there, pretend you're already there, pretend you're good enough and you might just find that you're good enough to be right here doing this. And number three is don't try and close that gap between what would be perfect and what might be the reality. Instead, prep yourself, stop saying, I'm going to speak French perfectly or I'm going to have a fluent conversation and instead say I might make a few mistakes but I'm going to get through this and that is a really really helpful way of telling yourself something realistic and still thinking really positively about it so these are my three insecurity beating tips really number one put the thought on trial number two act as if you're already great and number three Don't close that gap between what's perfect and what's real. Instead, acknowledge what's real and just think about how that makes you just as perfect as you are. It's really important to practice. Practice speaking your language way earlier than you think you need to. Practicing doesn't have to mean that you're going out and talking to strangers. It doesn't mean you move to the country. And it doesn't even mean that you necessarily have to you know, get yourself the italki tutor in the first week. Something that I do when I'm learning Welsh is I have an italki tutor, or not an italki tutor, but a Skype tutor, and I do practice my Welsh with her, <laughs> but only about every three months. Actually, the last time I spoke to her, it had been eight months since our and since our last conversation and in the meantime I practiced with Gareth I practiced by myself and she said oh my god I cannot believe we've just spoken Welsh to each other for a whole hour so you don't need to have the discipline kind of every week I speak to somebody in order to make you a better speaker but you need to be ready for it and you need to acknowledge that there will be so many mistakes And honestly, just because I can speak Welsh for an hour now doesn't mean I speak great Welsh, but I sort of get my point across. And that is accomplished through practice, 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 and practice on my own as well. So practice by yourself. You can do this using Glossica or Say Something In. That you'll find the links in the show notes. You can do this simply by recording yourself or by reading aloud. Number two, create a safe space So only practice at the start if you're feeling shy, if those insecurities are eating away at you. Only practice with somebody that you trust, not a stranger, not a stranger in a shop. I hate it when people do this. <laughs> so instead, get yourself a tutor that you trust. If you want to be challenged, find somebody who's going to challenge you. But if you want somebody to, you know, just listen to you make their mistakes find somebody and tell them that that is what you want them to do. And if they're a good tutor and if they're that type of tutor and you are paying them, then they should be able to do that. So you can set expectations about how much correction you think you want or need. And number three, if you are very, very introverted, you may benefit from writing a script. 
So really writing out word for word what it is that you want to say, if you want to introduce yourself, you want to chat about your favorite pet, you want to think about what you're doing for your weekend. It doesn't have to be something really long, but just something that you can read out to the next person. And I've done this in my classes and it always makes me feel so much more capable than I really am. Um, and to leave you, I want to leave you with something that I use for myself, and it's a mantra. Mantras are, can be encouraging sentences, or some people might call them affirmations. Uh, for me, this one is a mantra. It's um, a sentence that you can say in your head over and over again to remind you where you're at. And it's, I'm good enough to be right here doing this. Because you are. You're capable. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably love languages. You're probably learning languages. And I would love for you to get out there and speak to somebody that will help you feel more confident and realize that making mistakes is what it's all about. So that is it really for episode 63 of the Creative Language Learning Podcast. You uh, can find us now at podcast.fluentlanguage.co.uk. Go there, subscribe, leave us some feedback, check out the episode archive, you know, just check out the new website, have a little click around. You're absolutely welcome to. And I am so excited to have you. I also want to give a shout out to everybody who reviewed us. We have had a lot of really lovely new reviews uh, from the USA, from Canada, from the UK and from a few other countries too. So if you have recently reviewed the Creative Language Learning Podcast, thank you so much. It really is so helpful to the show. It is so meaningful to the show. If you have not done so already, what you do, if you have an iPhone, you simply go into your podcasts app, then you need to search. Even if you're already subscribed, you need to search for Creative Language Learning Podcast. And there you will see our reviews that already exist. And you simply go in and you rate us. That means you give us a star ranking. Five stars would be nice. Um, and you can review us as well, which means just to leave a few nice, friendly words, you know, and tell us what you love about the show. I hope that I might see one or two of you guys at Langfest in Montreal this weekend and listen out for the next episode, which is going to be live from Langfest in Montreal. Bye.